Hello, hello everybody, and welcome to the new Comcast interview series. I was going to make an intro, but I didn't come up with one yet, and I can't really think of anything. So we're just going to come out with this, pretty much. So just right up at the top, just want to give you guys a couple things before we get started. So Jaytana had her mask on for the interview to get that authentic Jaytana experience. If, you're, if you don't know about her, you will learn about her in this interview. And a special thanks up top also to um, everybody in the description box. I'm going to have a bunch of people linked because we talk about a lot of people. And I watched a bunch of people while writing. So this is extremely exciting for me because these guys in particular were just kind of like an inspiration as I was going. I think most of them knew that I was actually recording while I was in here. Two of them, or not recording, writing. Two of them knew I was writing. So go bother your favorite ASMR creators if you want me to interview them after you watch this. And if you like it, if you don't, I guess you wouldn't want me to interview them. But, you know, this series is also not going to be 100% ASMR. So I'll tag it when it is in the title like it is right now. This episode in particular is ASMR friendly, I'll say. We're softly speaking, but some things get giggly or kind of loud, which is why I'm kind of doing a somewhat soft speaking, but also kind of, you know, just getting, you know, roughly where we're going to be. Can get kind of loud, um, but it's more loud for like for ASMR. So like if you're using this for ASMR purposes, just know there might be some, some sounds that might, you know, knock out of like the normal rhythm. Since this was an interview, it wasn't, this isn't meant to be just a pure ASMR experience. And really the last warning here, the second part of the break has some odd sounds. I accidentally left my reverb on from stream, so some echoey sounds may be heard. I tried my best to tear them all out. I thankfully had a second recording going in case something bad happened, but just so you guys know right off the bat. And that's pretty much it it here guys i will say just enjoy the show and please tell me what you liked and what you didn't like what i can make better that way the next interviews can even be better and maybe we can even get jay back at another time and have some other questions here for because i'm sure i can come up with something else although this was a lot longer than i intended it to be this intro is also a lot longer than i intended it to be so i'm just gonna let you guys go enjoy the show and uh yeah let me know what you think please 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 thank you Hello, hello, and welcome to the first episode of Comcast Interviews, where we honestly just have a conversation and chill, and I have a few questions prepared, but really just want to relax and have a good time, because that's what Comcast is. My guest co-conversationalist, and dare I say friend today, is an ASMR streamer, a YouTube and TikTok aspirationalist, Mortal Kombat enthusiast, beanie queen, glitter warrior, and the self-proclaimed chill neon ninja, Jaytana. Uh, welcome in, and the first hardball question for you. How are you today? Pretty good, pretty good. How about you? Love, love all of the, the title. About <laughs> it. About it a thousand percent. Uh, yeah, I had a fun time writing that one in. <laughs> so I'm doing all right. I know you've been having your your tech issues here, but... Um, yeah, it's a little frustrating, but I'm finding ways to make the best of it and get back and just kind of do what I gotta do. Keep it going. Yeah, because I mean in the work of like streaming and YouTube and doing all the like content creation stuff, it's like tech issues are your, are your worst issues. So. Oh, I know. Trust me, I know. Yeah. 
I did this in my in the review of you here, but I just kind of wanted to go over because I've been I've pretty much been in your stream since like roughly after the first month of you streaming, you know, right around there. And now coming up on two years, it actually is two years, a couple days ago, I believe. And since I was promoted to VIP and recently mod <laughs> and yeah. uh, hell yeah, love it. So we, we unironically like sort of kind of like go back a little bit at this point, but more talks than ever, like lately. It's been, yeah, and it's been extremely fun and wholesome time building for me. What I would think of as a honestly unlikely friendship, in my opinion, because you were the only Twitch streamer I was actually watching for probably about a year, maybe over a year. Those first like six months too, I probably did not say much because <laughs> I did not know Twitch at all. So you were pretty much uh, my like hard introduction into Twitch ASMR. I didn't um, know that. That's so cool. Yeah, because I, I wanted to give you like some info too on me of just being like, hey, like literally did not know anything else like for the longest time. Because <laughs> then after you, I think it was like to blob. And like, that was it. To blab? To blob? I don't know how you say his name. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not, I'm not sure either, but I'm picking up what you're putting down and I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's great also, but that's just where my next step was, you know? So, the real basic stuff, just at first, how did you get into ASMR yourself? Yeah, so, my story is a little different than most, because I did not really know what ASMR was until less than a week before I started streaming. Um, okay. I, had, <laughs> I was totally brand new to it. Um, I didn't know like what it was about or what it, you know, like why people listen to it. It was, it was just a whole new concept for me. I guess I was living in a cave. I always say that anyway. And uh, I had someone show me Nana Night Ray's Twitch account and her ASMR and I looked up ASMR and there was a lot of ASMR that was like not my jam and then mm. I watched her and I was like oh my gosh like she's so cool like it's cool that she does things her own way in her own style and she's unique and I'm like I guess if I brought my own spin to it I just did everything my way and I just was myself I think I could bring something to the table, like maybe I could do this, you know, like instead of comparing myself to other ASM artists and doing things how they do it, I'm like, if people like me how I want to do it, great, like I'm only going to do things that I personally like and I'm going to want to do. And that's kind of how I started is I just kind of jumped on because, yeah, I was, I was absolutely nervous. I never thought of doing it. I was kind of pushed into it and I'm, I'm glad that I was. <laughs> I mean, I I knew some of that story, but it's it's just funny to me that it was Nana because she was probably the first Twitch like almost only Twitch streamer that was like recommended to me on YouTube. Mm. Uh, she was she was the first one I reviewed because I was like she's just it, YouTube kept recommending it over and over and over and over every single video of hers. Um, and then I was like, okay, <laughs> let me, let me, I'll give it a shot. And yeah, she's great. She is. She's super sweet. And she definitely played a huge part in not only me, like understanding how 
to stream on Twitch, but helping me be welcome in the community and giving me tips and like you know we still talk on Instagram here and there too and keep up with each other like she just has such a such a nice personality too so I feel really like honored to have her as someone that I can talk to in the community it's just so cool it's awesome to hear different people's experiences of like who brought them in and like where you know people left off but you actually started doing ASMR pretty much when you heard about it <laughs> which is no crazy what I was doing I had no clue if I'd be good at it I'm like you know what I can make relaxing sounds let's just do that yeah yeah because I've been I say this all the time and I'm a broken record I've been around forever as far as like ASMR goes like not content creation but like consuming forever mm-hmm. um so it's so funny to me to be like hey what's up yeah this asmr thing yeah i'm just jumping in <laughs> it's it's a different concept because when i hear other asmrs talk about their start they talk about how they're a huge fan of asmr like for years mm-hmm. and how much it's helped them and they understood the concept of it and why it's so helpful and i didn't understand that until after i was streaming and then i started to hear people tell me how much it was helping them and it took me a while for my head to wrap around that, like, am I really helping that much? But then later on, when I was going through a lot of health issues and stuff, when all that started, I got to a point where I started listening to ASMRs that I liked on Twitch while I was at work. And if it wasn't for that, I think that, like, I wouldn't have been able to, like, work. <laughs> and then I started actually receiving the benefits of it myself, and I'm like, truly understood i'm like yeah this this truly does help yeah and it helps a wide variety too it's it's Mm -hmm. insane yeah well i'm glad you were able to get like you know the other end of it of being the one who's helping and then getting help back it's you know it's good that's what i that's that's what i like about the asmr community especially on twitch the amount of helping back and forth too is it's incredible absolutely so many positive people and just like support with you know i really haven't had any drama with anybody and it's it's just been so nice to talk to people and have people be so supportive of each other yeah i I haven't experienced it really outside of twitch because i've seen i've been trying to do some youtube stuff and as much fun as it's been i feel like i'm in my own little world day one of streaming I had people coming in from like other places. Like I saw mods from other channels and whatever coming in and be like, Oh, you stream. I was like, I literally just started like an hour ago. <laughs> like <laughs> it's ins- it was insane. It was so cool. Yeah. Speaking of ASMR specifically, do you have any like favorite or like go-to triggers specifically? I'd have to say because it was like my day one ocean wave sounds for sure. Because when I had my first mic, all I had to use was my hand Mm -hmm. because of the type of mic it was. And also, like, I'm a very proud Floridian. (laughs) (laughs) And then anybody would know that listens to me on a consistent basis knows that I live in Florida and I absolutely love being Floridian. Here, no matter where you live, you're not too far from a beach ever. Mm. So I definitely love going to the beach when I can. And um, so the ocean waves have always been like very, very calming for me. 
So to, for me to be able to recreate that sound, when I had it on my first mic, I started with my hands. And now since I use a 3DO, when I realized that I could like go a little bit above and beyond with it on the fuzzy saw, mm-hmm. that I think that's still one of my favorites. Personally, I love water sounds too when I'm listening to other ASMRs. And I also like doing it on mine, even though I have this little fear in the back of my mind that one's going to drop when I do it because I have to put it up in the air. Man, constantly. I worry about people who are doing that all the time. Like I have a big metal jug um, and I'm like, this is fine. It'll make a lot of noise, but it it would be, it's going to be fine. Yeah. Anybody that's working with glass, like, please be careful. (laughs) And I did, I did drop one one time, but I happened to be on mute, and it happened to be during a break. So I'm so thankful. Those are not those ice globes are not easy to uh, clean up. That's for sure. I could imagine. <laughs> I imagine it's not like just water in there either. It's probably like oh, it's not. Trust me, I yeah, don't know yeah. what's in there, but it's not water. But it's it's viscous, yeah. So usually, whenever somebody brings up like an ambient trigger something like ocean waves mm-hmm. for me they never brought on tingles have did you and have you ever had tingles or do you not get them anymore i did not experience tingles until okay this this sounds weird but and i think that it's changed since but you're right like i for me asmr like the enjoyment of it was kind of just more feeling relaxed instead of getting tingles at the beginning so I didn't think I could get tingles. And then months later, one time when I was doing a gloves crinkle noise, mm-hmm. I started I got tingles for the first time. And I was like, bro, is this is this this is what people feel. Like this is what's supposed to happen. <laughs> you started and getting then, tingles and then just wanted to scream, just like, Yes, it's happening. <laughs> so I'm like, Yeah, I'm not immune to tingles. This is great. But um I don't I really truly don't get them often. But I've noticed that glove crinkles will do it sometimes and tapping. Tapping does it for me a lot too. So some of them that I find that may be my favorite triggers aren't always the ones that give me tingles. Like fast tap will kind of give me tingles. And um, I usually get tingles from doing it like while I'm, you know, it's definitely not every time I'm on. I'd say it's like maybe only once a month or once every two months. It's very rare, hmm. but it usually happens while I'm doing it. And I think it's only happened once or twice when I've listened to someone else. Like it, I have to be in the perfect setting and like it doesn't happen often. Gotcha. So you're not like super sensitive to it, but you do, you can oh, no. experience it. For sure, for sure. Yeah, it's, a, it's always interesting to me, which I've, like I said, I've been around for a long time with this stuff, but I've seen a lot of polls and a lot of like people asking, like, if you were to say what's your favorite trigger, what gives you the most tingles? I think most people say tapping, whispers, mm-hmm. and then I think like soft speaking's up there, but I don't think it's even close to like, just like the basic like tapping and whispers. Probably. Yeah. Because I personally like soft speaking more, but I know I'm kind of, I'm not in like a minority, but like, I think people definitely lean towards whisper because that's probably my number one redeem right now is to switch to whispering, (laughs) which is fine. That's perfectly fine. Like I'm good with that. I just start off where I'm comfortable, you know, and then we switch. Makes sense. 
I think so. I, I mean, I put it on there immediately because I was like, I know people like whispering, so I'm going to do that. That was a good idea. Yeah, I think so. Thank you. So I guess I could follow up on the trigger requests. Do you have any trigger requests that you have that have seen more attention than you thought they would? Um, I mean, tick scratching obviously is like the favorite and mm-hmm. I didn't realize that like it would be such a hit. Most of my triggers have been experiments because like I said, like I usually draw more inspiration from coming up with my own ideas instead of taking it from other ASMRs. The only trigger I've ever kind of done based on what I've seen from another ASMRist is the ice globes. Everything else I was either a suggestion from chat or my own experimentation. And I'm like, maybe this will sound cool. <laughs> so pick scratching and I don't know, the, the other ones I, I think were obvious about how much attention they got, but that one I think surprised me. And maybe the amounts of um, different type of tapping requests that I get. Oh, interesting. Yeah, the guitar pick scratching, like, when you started doing that, it was, I don't, I mean, I don't remember, like, day one, but I do remember um, just, like, the first times hearing it of being like, all right, I gotta go lay down. (laughs) 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 It's like, I can't can't sit up for this. I mean, it puts puts me to sleep sometimes while I'm doing it. Yeah. I mean, like, not, not, like, to sleep to sleep, but sometimes it's hard, like, I like when people are doing it towards the end of the stream because I'm like, okay, I'm ready to... Mm-hmm. I need to go to bed now, but yeah, it's, and I think maybe because it's a little more intense um, than yeah. some of my other triggers, that's probably something that I need to consider when creating more triggers in the future. Yeah, I, I think it's good for that too, of like, it's a good stream ender, it's a good like, because most of your stream is so low volume, and mm-hmm. then like, you hit pick scratching, and then it's like, okay guys, here come the headphones, because it's too loud, <laughs> like, <laughs> and it's just yeah it's 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 a good one i've never redeemed it because i'm like mainly because this goes across the board with every twitch streamer but i'm like i don't want to make you have to like not talk because for me it's it's i like interacting with chat as a streamer yeah. and as a member of chat for sure, um, for sure. so i'm just like i don't want to redeem it and then somebody else will and i'm like i mean i'm not complaining <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're welcome to redeem it. Sometimes it is hard to not talk, especially because it mm. seems that whenever I have a no talking trigger and I put the headphones on top of the 3 deal for whatever trigger I'm using, it seems that that's when the most stuff happens. Like I get like yeah. a 300 person raid or, yeah. you know, like, yeah. you know, people start dropping subs and I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to interact so bad. Like, and, then, and that's and, probably on purpose maybe not the raids but like definitely people like subbing and stuff it's just like she can't do anything let's press a button <laughs> i never thought of that but that makes sense it, it might be because i know there's some people out there who just do it i've done it before to somebody i'm sure i'm sure but i like to i like to make my little jokes and stuff so but i'll actually hang around until you know you're able to come back around to it to be like that's we're funny. good it's funny you know i do my best to motion with my hands and talk with my eyes in those moments and try to show my appreciation the best i can and people probably can tell that it's painful for me to not have to talk but <laughs> for the sake of the trigger and the experience i have to keep it going yeah for sure i mean you're not gonna especially when it's like hard to stop 
like that one's like you have to like mute everything take the headphone off and then like mm-hmm. you know so mm-hmm. that one that one's a little rough for the for that aspect for sure. are there any trigger requests that have not seen the attention that you think maybe not to like deserve more of a shot but even just ones that you enjoy a lot that don't get picked mm, i think like gloves crinkle mm. but Your i favorite. think a lot of it's, well it's not really my favorite but it's the ones that gave me tingles the first time right um pencil noises which i like the sound of but i need it i need to figure out a different setup because honestly like that one's probably the most painful for me to do because i have to hold it like up to the microphone and like try to make it to where like i'm not bonking it and mm. do it at a certain angle, so sometimes like it, it kind of hurts to hold it up a little bit. I don't see a lot of action on that one, but I I did think it was something that would get more attention. So probably probably those two. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't know if I've even seen the pencil one. Yeah, I had um one person, and he comes in every now and then still, but that would always be the only one requesting it for the most part. Hmm. but like I'm not gonna lie like it was really fun during the nostalgia stream with our like 90s early 2000s nostalgia and I did the Lisa Frank coloring book because then like back in my action and I got the color on stream like that's that's (laughs) a dream right who's it who doesn't want to look at my colorful unicorn guys (laughs) and you always want to bring more color anyway as much as you can so Exactly. I, I still don't have enough neons. Yeah, and, and speaking of the neons goes into the next thing I want to talk about perfectly. Because <laughs> anyone who sees your channel that like jumps in is going to immediately see a fairly large Mortal Kombat sign. <laughs> and as soon as you see that, if, if you're a little more observant, you can see the shelving to the side with a Sub-Zero figurine and Scorpion. And I don't know if Shao Kahn is Shao still Kahn on is- screen. Yeah, but interesting you made the observation because recently his little stand, you know mm-hmm. how like with the action figures, it's got the little nub at the top and it hooks at the foot? Oh, well, sure, yeah. He fell and the nub came with him inside his foot, so he can't stand on his own anymore. Oh, so that's why he's not there. Yes, that was very observant of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I was just like looking through some old stuff and I was like, he used to be there. He's not there anymore. Well, he's still, he's still redeemed. So if yes. does the you win, you know, like mm-hmm. he's coming out no matter what, but he's just sleeping in the meantime. He's just not on display. Yeah. Exactly. I'm going to have to figure out a way to pop him up, though, because even though he's a jerk, like, he's the, definitely one of the best action figures of the collection. Like, it looks so cool. And, and I mean, you got to have somebody that you don't like in a fighting game oh, to, yeah, to want sure. to fight That's them, right? So, like, exactly. Mortal Kombat's just like a huge part of your aesthetic in general, just being like between Katana and Jade vibes. I mean, I pretty much just gonna ask like, why Mortal Kombat? Like, how how MK influenced itself into being like a mascot of an ASMR stream of all things. So, um, as far I mean, Twitch is like obviously a gaming community, mm-hmm. and even though like I jumped in on ASMR, like it's so fun to talk video games with everybody. Even though I don't play them as much as I used to, just because I've got a lot going on. Mortal Kombat's definitely the thing that I know a lot about the most when it comes to gaming. And the character that 
I've always, I've like, I've never had a character that I felt like I connected with, like Katana. Like, when I decided to do ASMR, and I actually decided to use a mask because I was nervous. And mm. it was not initially supposed to be, like, oh, because of, it's just kind of, like, it was a byproduct of, like, oh, my God, I get to be more, like, a more combat character now because I'm wearing a mask, you know? <laughs> And and it just kind of like started that way, and my love for Mortal Kombat just kind of influenced itself in the stream. And I never, and like if you were to ask any other streamers, like whenever I raid or something, call me the Mortal Kombat in this mm-hmm. And I never would have expected that that would be like my brand or anything like that. But I love it because I love Mortal Kombat so much, and it's it's just a really fun thing to talk about with the community that I think that is like such a connecting thread like of course you don't have to love Mortal Kombat or like Mortal Kombat or know anything about it to uh, enjoy the community enjoy the ASMR it's just kind of like my fun nerdy connection and just because I'm so into everything Mortal Kombat like I could just talk about it for a long time (laughs) and I just like I really just want to be Katana I would love to do like so many different cosplays for Mortal Kombat it's just it's the game that I just feel super into and because it's the gaming community that kind of became like my my corner I guess it's it's just so funny to me because it's definitely what like brought me in in the beginning mm-hmm. just because at the time like I was really getting into fighting games so it's like <sighs> I was pl- I was playing Street Fighter for like the first time when I joined your stream so it was just funny seeing like some Mortal Kombat stuff and then just seeing it evolve over time mm-hmm. so it was just like perfect of the two worlds of being like Oh, I'm really into ASMR. I just started fighting games. There's literally a Mortal Kombat ASMR streaming. <laughs> like, let's go, dude. I and like it... it though because it's not how I initially intended it for it to be so about Mortal Kombat. But mm. because like I've always wanted to like be Katana in a way or like cosplay her, this felt like wow, I really get to kind of bring Mortal Kombat out in this and like because I was so into LEDs, once I found out that there was a Mortal Kombat LED dragon, I'm like, okay, I need it, you know? And I actually think that that's what brings a lot of people in. Like, that's sometimes the first thing they chat, and they're like, hey, I love your sign. And I'm like, heck yeah, we can talk Mortal Kombat, let's go. It's, uh, so it's a good icebreaker, and it's also just like, hey, I'm really into it, so let's talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Which is good. You don't want an icebreaker that you don't want to talk about, right? So That's true, um, that's true. Yeah. I think it's also funny that there's such a, a reaction to ASMR physically and Mortal Kombat is such a visceral game <laughs> that it's like, <laughs> it almost like kind of makes sense in like the strangest way possible. It like almost, it's so close to making sense, <laughs> but it it's does, like but it does so, work. That's so funny. They're, they're so opposite, but it's just like, even whenever I read J-Rob or if I'm in his chat, he'll so always bring it up and he's like i don't know how it works but she makes it work mm-hmm. <laughs> also he's awesome by the way uh j-rob anyone that yeah for anyone yeah. that doesn't know yes j-rob, J-Rob the, the human yeah i've made a couple of his streams every time i pop in he says hi to me has no idea who i am it's it's really nice like he's really nice um, he is super nice and he i think he was one of my first ASMRs that I started to love other than Nana because mm. of the music aspect of it and the uniqueness. 
and because I'm really into that like ambient like relaxation and and I love talking to other musicians too so my god this is so cool we've talked before about both being bassists mm-hmm. um can leave that for a part two <laughs> yeah yeah we can leave that for a part two that's fine because yeah I don't have music in here at all but yeah J-Rob he does live looping so it's super interesting I'll I'll probably link him since we're talking about him anybody we talk about there's going to be a link to because that's Perfect. how that's how the ASMR community has been to me I've seen them be that way to you so like I just want to reciprocate as much as possible for sure for sure so I guess my next question just kind of bouncing off the Mortal Kombat when are we fighting in Mortal Kombat <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully soon. It's just I'm so not used to anybody having it on PC because I don't have consoles anymore. Yeah, same. And like, so I just usually just play by myself. And I forget that like, sometimes people actually do have it on PC. So we're gonna we're gonna have to fight soon. Yeah, absolutely. the, The issue though is that because everyone knows me as like the Mortal Kombat person, I feel like there's a high expectation for me to be amazing, and I don't play as often as I used to. So, like, yeah, back in the day, I used to be amazing, but, like, I may not be as amazing anymore, so I feel a little bit of pressure sometimes. <laughs> I mean, it's fine, because I, like, I've, I've played a lot of 2D fighting games, but, like, they're not, like, Nether Realm games. Like, even, like, Injustice also, like, the way Nether Realm makes their games are, like not like a normal 2d fighter so like when i popped in and started doing the tutorial i was like oh god <laughs> this is <laughs> this is not what i was expecting even though i used to play mk9 like religiously nine uh, is is where i is when i became like you know really actually no no my three pack with armageddon is when i got really into it but when nine came out i i played daily like daily oh same. and all also, because I was really into God of War, so since I had it on PlayStation and Kratos was on there, I was like, "This is this is beautiful. This is perfection. What else could you ask for?" <laughs> yeah, I had it for Xbox, so I, I'm not sure who we had, but I just remember I was just Scorpion pretty much all the time, and then Cyrax. Once I kind of got into that, yeah, not not knowing that MK9 Cyrax is the reason probably why he hasn't been in a game. <laughs> Because he was apparently, like, super broken and good. And I just did not know how to use him. So, yeah, that's funny. But I'll never see my boy again. (laughs) He's in the game. For anybody who doesn't, who knows or not, he's in MK11. He's just not a playable character. Which, like, breaks my heart. Fall in love with characters, and then they don't come in the next one. You're like, where are Mm. they? Where'd they go? How do I get them? Is it going to be the next DLC? It's like, no, I have to wait for the next game, probably. I don't think they want to put him in 10 or 11. I don't know if he's in 10, actually, but he's not in 11. Uh, I can't remember about 10 um, because I didn't play that one as much as I've played 9 and 11. I don't know why, but I just... It's not like I didn't like it as much, but um, one thing I noticed that the fatalities were all to the head. Like, not all of them, but most of them were to the head. I obviously, clearly, like, am not really bothered by gruesome video games because that's kind of all Mortal Kombat. I think it's so creative how they do their fatalities, and it's fictional, so, like, it doesn't bother me, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know if it's because I'm empathetic, but it's just, like, all of the fatalities were to the head, I noticed, mm-hmm. in 10. And I don't know why that bothered me. 
But I was like, can we stop like going straight for the brain? <laughs> <laughs> like my head hurts watching this. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure after a while, yeah. I didn't play ten at all. I actually didn't play a second of it. But that's unfortunate to hear because yeah, they've gotten really creative with with their stuff. Well, it was very brutal and like it even created controversy and then Edmund's kind of like, Well we're we're gonna keep pushing the limits, what do you expect? <laughs> and I yeah. totally you know, I'm I'm on board with that, but I I think Eleven was so much better and so much more diverse that it was like, okay, like at least not everything is to the head this time. It's like we're we're getting really really creative still. We're still bringing new elements and still pushing limits and making it interesting. Like Eleven, to me, I think is like far better than Ten, and Nine I'm always gonna love too. So I just didn't give Ten as much attention as I did Nine and Eleven. Yeah, yeah, I gotta practice me some eleven because playing it, playing it now, I'm like, it, it doesn't matter. You're still gonna be better than I am at this point. So it's like maybe my fighting game fundamentals will like have me at a maybe an uh, an even ground. <laughs> so, yeah, you go. You never know. You never know. Some things translate well in fighting games, and like the cool thing is with fighting games, it's like you can even if you don't like know combos and stuff like that, you can pick it up. I could play with anybody, and if they want a button mash and figure it out that way, so be it, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, that's the... See, I could talk just generally fighting games forever, so I don't want to get too deep into it because we will go <laughs> off the rails. Um, <laughs> listen, any other time. <laughs> and I, 100% okay. I'm in. <laughs> but yeah, because that, that's honestly... I'm just going to... I mean, just generally shout out the FGC, the fighting game community, because... They just like ASMR, they like people bring each other up like so much in that community. It's crazy. That's cool. Yeah, it it really is. Like if you can pick up a controller, even if you can't, there are some people who can't physically pick up a controller and still play fighting games. Like it's it's insane. Uh-huh. But uh, there's really no great segue back. So I'm just gonna say, after going back through and watching and listening to a couple videos that you've posted to uh, YouTube, which I believe there's three plus the short. I recognize a lot of names that you thank for like being with you on stream and things like that. Some, uh, some we still have around, some not. But I realize, especially as a new streamer myself, it has to be re- hard to reward like everyone for being a part of the stream. Because whether you're a VIP or a sub or a mod or just like a positive regular, that every member of the community means like so much. Like not even within like mm-hmm. one stream, just within the ASMR community. And there's folks that like I personally miss and just don't see anymore mm-hmm. and a particular one from my community that I personally miss from when I was streaming fighting games and in in this vein have you like considered bringing back something like the shout out board or something like it for the community members that maybe don't get a spotlight that you would like to showcase yeah so as I've grown I feel like the shout out board gets harder because how do you measure that you know mm-hmm I do still have the shout out board. The one of the main reasons I don't use it is honestly because lack of plugs. <laughs> like, gotcha. Yeah, like power. I don't really have a space for it at the moment, and clearly, I I have so many things plugged in, and I don't want to overdo it on my PC because it would have to be close to my PC, like on that shelving area. Um, right. 
And it's like, it's definitely something that I can do, but I'm also wondering if, like, because I could put batteries in it. It's also possibly battery operated. But it's one of those things that, like, it's going to take a lot of battery, and I'm going to have to buy a lot of batteries, like, constantly. Like, you know how I used to have my alien or spaceship, not spaceship, sorry, the Saturn, my alien and my Saturn LEDs? I don't use them as much anymore because one they're usb operated and have to be out of my pc and i'm trying to not try my usb ports until i can you know extend that because i was using an adapter and i think that caused some technical issues when i was overusing and over plugging things in but uh they were also battery operating i was like great this is awesome but when i was using batteries for them they would fade quickly and it made me mad because i was like it's not as bright anymore. Like it's, it doesn't make me very happy because it's not bright. So yeah, um, I'm, yeah. I'm afraid that you know if I use batteries in the shadow board or something, then then it will fade quickly if I if I don't use USB. And and I think it. I have to double check, but I don't remember if it even has a USB option or if it's only a plug. But on this side of the room, I have because that's the concrete side of the room i have no plugs gotcha. and, uh, I'd, I'd have to figure that out because when i had the shot up board things were set up differently i trust me i thought about bringing it back and if i can make a way to bring it back then that'd be great but i also don't know if at this point if aesthetically that would be the best choice or if maybe i could figure out a different way to like highlight the appreciation that i have for everyone that's gone above and beyond you know so I guess, I guess well, honestly, it's probably just something that I got lazy with, haven't figured out a way, but it's probably something that I should emphasize or do. Like, if not the shout-out board, then have a different way of acknowledging my appreciation. Yeah, it, it's just like a piece that was like, I guess, like nostalgic for me of like your earlier streams. Even yeah. like somewhat more recent, but I totally understand the like the concrete side because that's kind of like similar setup to me too we had to run and this is only because my brother's an electrician we had to run a cable or you know wire from mm-hmm. uh, the box all the way over like the because i recorded in a basement so we went across like the top i'm not even gonna call it a ceiling we went over the top and just like drilled through and then down in order for me to even have this space so like it's it, i understand yeah um i was like i will buy the wire can you do this and he was like yeah i mean i can i was like then we're doing it yeah i helped him do that because i used to be an apprentice electrician as well so we were like let's just do it yeah sure and it's it's not hard but it's just time consuming i get the the not having enough power that's perfectly fine (laughs) yeah it it was just something i was wondering about because like i said it was just like a nostalgic part of the stream and yeah but like you said, like the bigger you get too, it's harder to be like, how do you gauge who really like gets that? It's like, sure, you could say like the amount of subs, but like sometimes people don't have like the money for it. And sometimes people are just really positive members of the community that just like hang out and they're just really good for, you know, just being around. I know. So it was, it was very obvious at the beginning, you know, and the community was small enough to take fans and stuff. Mm-hmm. Which is a good problem. <laughs> now there's so many people that I want to highlight that I don't want to. 
I don't want to exclude anyone. I feel like maybe by doing it, it may cause more problems than it would, you know, shouting out because if weeks go by and I don't highlight someone that needs to be highlighted, I don't want them to get discouraged or think that I don't appreciate them. So that's something I think about. I think with you bringing that up, I think it would be a good thing to bring back maybe at least for events. You know, when I do like my week-long events and stuff like that, like, because, you know, that that was like a big part of my my early streams. So it'd be nice to be able to bring it back sometimes. Yeah, I, I, and I think that's a cool idea. Like, even if it's not like all the time, because I feel like that's also mm-hmm. maybe exhausting for you too. Of, well, now who do I pick? Do I do it every week? Do I do it every day? You know, it's like, it's, it's hard. Remember when I used to change it? I think I changed it every Monday and I was... I was always scrambling because I'm like, oh, shoot, I forgot to change the shout-out board. And it's so hard to find those letters. I have this box. <laughs> and there's only, like, two of each letter, so then I have to get creative oh. if there's more. Yes. And I have to get creative if there's more. And, like, you can't always spell it correctly. Sometimes space is an issue. And, like, I could never find the letter I needed when I was doing it. So I was always way later on the days that I had to change the shout out <laughs> Right. So like peanut butter it's pumpkin just... party is never gonna get a shout out. <laughs> I think I think I had it on there before. I can't remember. Probably but I, probably. But I think I it, it took it took a lot of creativity to figure out how to put that on. Yeah. <laughs> he pops into my stream sometimes. He's he's funny, man. He comes in and just like memes on me and then leaves. It's funny. <laughs> Hey guys, so this is my first break in the middle of an episode, which is awesome. I'm going to make it real quick. I just want to shout out the people that are uh, in the description box here. They've all been directly involved with me one way or the other, except for J-Rob the human. But he is extremely nice. He's a very good guy, and he's got a super cool thing going. But everybody down there is super cool. If you're interested in Jaytana so far, please go look in the description box. There's going to be a bunch of bunch of things down there. There's also going to be a link to my stream as well. But yeah, I'm going to let you guys get back to it. We just wanted to break it up here a little bit. So thank you. I did also just want to rewarn people that this second part here is going to have some like echoey sounds. I did my best to, to remove them, but they are going to pop up every now and again. I think the first one comes up pretty quick, so they shouldn't be too bad. I think there's like one or two I really wanted out, but it, you know, it, it happens. We're going to try our best next time. <laughs> yeah, thanks guys again. So, obviously here to me and your Discord server, you're currently having tech issues but once those are squared away what are your future plans for content creation yeah so i'm trying to use this time at the moment to kind of build on other platforms and other content because i have a ton of recorded videos already that i wanted to use for youtube i just recently started recording specifically like for YouTube and for Reels and things like that. So that's kind of new. But I do have a lot of content that I've saved that I just kind of need to edit. So I'm trying to familiarize myself a little bit more with Premiere Pro and, um, you know, use my Adobe resources to kind of use content I've used before, but also, you know, get feedback from the community and get inspired to create new content. So unfortunately with my 
camera, and then now my mic too. <laughs> That's a new one. Literally between <laughs> our interviews, the first part and the second part, this has been a new issue. Yep. So I was supposed to stream for the first time. I think it was what was it Sunday? And then I didn't realize that I needed OBS for the new app that I was using for my phone. I actually got a new phone because I was like, I want my quality to be better if I have to use my phone in the meantime, right? So, and then I bought an app. I didn't realize it was OBS only, did not work for Streamlabs. And I'm like, you know what? That's fine. I probably should have tested it ahead of time, but I didn't, you know, last minute, whatever. And I was like, that's fine because I've been wanting to switch over anyway. So I spent a few days switching over and the last little test was the mic. And I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what in the world has happened between the last time I streamed and now, but now my mic is not working. So I have to figure out where the source of that is coming from. So that's fun. But it kind of, anyway, I say all that to say that it kind of gives me an opportunity to get a little bit more creative with some of my content in the meantime, because I don't want, you know, the Jaytana realm to be dead. I want things to be continuing to go. And I have been wanting to explore, you know, like expanding my platforms on both YouTube, Instagram, and possibly TikTok too. So I do plan on using, you know, in the meantime, my phone for whatever I can. And, you know, I may not have like a whole mic situation for that, but I'm, you know, hoping to do more like kind of soft spoken with the small mic that I had, like my last reel that I just uploaded and something with a little bit more like specific style that I can do easily, like within like maybe about 30 seconds or so to continue to create content for everyone until I can get back to streaming, which hopefully won't be much longer than, you know, a week or so, but we'll see. Which, since you brought up, like, the reel and the and the short, we both kind of found out at the same time that YouTube shorts are only 60 seconds, and the reel is actually longer, so if you've only seen the short, there's actually more to it. <laughs> yes, I, I made it with, like, it was over a minute long when I made it, and I think I was only looking at like Instagram and TikTok regulations when I first created it and edited it. So then I was like, oh, okay, let me just put it on YouTube Shorts. And I didn't realize that YouTube Shorts were a lot shorter. I was like, oh, all right, I guess I'll uh, chop this up a little bit. Yeah, I had, I had no idea. I've never uploaded a short, so I didn't. I wasn't aware either. So when you said that, I was like, oh, <laughs> did not did not know myself. So yeah. So let's see. So we want to keep that air of mystery that you have to a maximum here. So I'm going to say you've had a you've had a friend on a stream that I'm aware of do ASMR with you. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm always curious to kind of hear what it, it that just kind of makes me think like what friends and family at large kind of think of streamers and creators doing asmr um do you have any interesting like reactions or anything that stand out to you from those that are close to you and have seen your content oh yeah for sure so i have quite a few friends that are very supportive for those of you that don't know i keep this part of my life private to my life as well so really only my closest friends and maybe a couple of friends that i've thought about like doing business with or like just trying to help out that I trust or you know or some close family even know about me streaming and even then if people do know that I stream like I try not to talk about the details too much unless they're like really like some of my closer friends 
So when I tell them, you know, it's ASMR, like my friends, I feel like have had very positive experiences and a lot of them like either already listen to ASMR and they're like, oh, oh you know, I follow okay. this person and I didn't know. I actually learned. I was like, you know, one of my friends is into like, you know, different types of like food and eating ASMR and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, like that's very different content. So like, that's cool that I didn't know that, you know, and they opened that conversation up and then. I have a friend that was like, apparently she listens to it on TikTok. And I'm like, you know, it opened up these conversations that I'm like, well, I didn't really know that one that you guys even knew what it was. And two, that like, you know, it had a really positive response. So I did get the opportunity to kind of like talk to people more about it too, if they didn't know much about it. A lot of them have popped into my stream and they all know the rules of like, you know, not saying that they're my friend and stuff like that. You guys have probably seen like a hello chat or something from one of my friends and you would never know who it is. <laughs> or sometimes they'll just lurk if they do watch, but for the majority, I don't usually have friends or family watching. I do have a cousin that picks on me and his immediate reaction. So he, uh, he, will, he will always, you know, bag on me no matter what I do. That's just our relationship. But as soon as I told him, he was like, he immediately was like, oh, you do like a sexual whispering and he started laughing at me instantly and I was like, um, no, like it's not like that at all. So I had to educate him quickly on that. Mm -hmm. He just, he's going to pick on me no matter what. So like, I think there's mostly positive interactions about it, especially if I have the opportunity to like tell people, you know, and explain it a little bit. But there are some people that have their own ideas of what they've seen and they were like, you know, that's that's really weird and stuff like that. But mostly, like, other than my cousin, like, I've, I've had pretty positive responses. Like, I, I think if people don't know, I know my mom thought it was weird, but I had to explain it to her. And, like, she's more open to it and stuff like that now. And, like, it's just kind of become you know, a big part of what I do. So people know that I stream and everything. And by now, since I've been doing it for about two years, like I've had these conversations multiple times with the people that I'm closest with in my life. So it's like, I don't really have issues like that. Like I'm not constantly picked on and it's easier that I keep that part of my life private because I don't have to worry about, you know, what my coworkers think or anything like that. So, cause none of them know, none of them have any idea. Right. As soon as you said coworkers, um, I didn't have any of this written down, but I do remember you saying that one of your coworkers said you had like a really, really soothing voice or something. And, uh, <laughs> and I was just like, that literally happened to me too. Like not that long ago. It was very funny because I don't tell coworkers or anything. I do think it's funny that I've had some people in my life where not anybody was close to me, but I've had people say like, oh, ASMR is like the, like the sexualized thing and i've had some pretty bad knee-jerk reaction to that mm. <laughs> but over time it has definitely been like i've learned how to kind of like be because i felt like it's it's like taking the asmr category down which mm -hmm. i have i have a video on this i have a podcast episode on this so if anybody wants to really know my like thoughts on it like it's out there but it's just interesting to me to hear like that you've had like generally like good and positive and like interactions with it because I, I feel like more than not I've just kind of had to explain what I do it's it's yeah. not like it's not to like my a, family a it's been more of an explanation mm -hmm. because they they just didn't know what the word meant 
the right. only person that even knew was my cousin. Mm-hmm. But to my friends, it's it's mostly been positive. But mostly, I think people don't. I don't know. I think people know my character and know like how I would go about certain things anyway. So I don't think people are too concerned that do know me as it is. Yeah. And I think anybody who joins your stream, just even for like one stream, you know, it's like, okay, got it. (laughs) It's, it's, it's not, if you, not, not to say like, if you've seen one stream, you've seen them all because that's not true. But like, as, but as far as like the mood and like the, how you, you know, I set the tone. Yes. I think, Mm -hmm. yeah, of what to expect. And, and it filters out people that are looking for something else. So yes. that's totally, it's totally fine with me because it keeps, it keeps my community the way I want it, you know? Mm-hmm. If you like my content, stick around. If you don't, that's cool. There's tons of other streamers out there. Yeah, 100%. And that's the other thing too, is like, there's, there's no down talking about anybody else. It's like, no, they do their thing. I do my thing. Mm-hmm. And exactly. that's, that's it. That's, that's the end of it. Exactly. So kind of to jump on that. So this is, this is, this is the only part that I've written like probably a paragraph on. So (laughs) I might, I might just go for a little bit here, but that's fine. It's just funny because we had a conversation right before this interview about kind of something similar here, but going back to some of my earlier memories of your streams, I remember the exact moment that I liked the vibe of how you are like as a person and how your chat was moderated like kind of all at once like in one moment because there was a person in chat asking about I don't know if you remember this a person in chat asking about how they should go about a first date situation (laughs) I remember them seeming like they were seemingly genuinely like asking for advice you gave like very wholesome answer of like, you know, be yourself, be respectful, listening goes a long way, like that kind of type of thing. And then they said something very disrespectful, pretty vulgar. Mods jumped on them. I do remember. Yeah. And I remember the mods like just jumped on them as you were like visibly upset. Yeah, I poured my heart and soul into that answer. Yeah, you you did. Like, wow, I've been trolled. Mm -hmm. Like pretty hard too. Like it wasn't like, like I made it seem like pretty quick, but like this was like, this like took time it wasn't a um it wasn't just a hey could i have dating advice it's like yeah be a good guy no that's not it was a lot longer than that the question was like specific Mm -hmm. i remember in that moment feeling the need to type in chat and i remember saying that it was a sweet and wholesome response and that you were a good person and this was the first time i felt like a member of chat like anywhere Oh wow, it's nice nice to think that something good came out of it because when you have those moments in the stream, you're kind of like, well dang, this is the sucky part of being a streamer, you know? (laughs) Yeah, but you never know like what good comes of that because you're showing like yourself, you know what I mean? That's a cool perspective. Yeah, so I was like, if she remembers this, I hope that I can turn this into a positive because it was for me. Well, trust me, I remember many times if I get really embarrassed about something, I'm going to remember it. For years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I'm, yeah. <laughs> but, Same. You know, live streaming in general, I'm always embarrassing myself. So there's certain things I'm going to forget now because I mm. just had to get past it. But that was definitely one thing that as soon as you brought it up, I was like, oh my gosh, I, I do remember that. Mm-hmm. That one hurt. Yeah, because I, I remember that's like, that's the only time I've seen you like. I mean, defeated is like the word. Like, I, I, I don't remember. I can't remember any other time where you've just like sank like that. And I was like, 
because after that I started typing and like frequently tried to make chat more positive after that I noticed a response from like actually everyone from that point forward like people started saying hi to me and like recognizing when I was there I didn't think I made an impact at all but apparently I did for sure and uh later on I eventually became VIP and then now mod but I don't remember exactly when this all happened but I remember I remember saving channel points for becoming VIP and then I just looked one day and I was and I was like now what do I do with all these points <laughs> so now I'm just Wait, a point spending know, machine you know that I don't I don't think I have that option for becoming VIP no I think maybe at the time maybe at the very beginning because this was like early I think uh, okay yeah and then I, I think I did away with that because I don't think anybody's ever redeemed that because in my mm-hmm. community if I give a VIP out it's me manually giving that to someone like you can only earn it by me wanting to give that to you pretty much so yeah and like all this to say like that's pretty much what i want to know is like like what is your criteria i get do you like do you have criteria for vip or is it like because i didn't feel like a prominent member at the time and that's not a you problem that's a me not picking up on cues i guess (laughs) yeah so i think it's it's a couple things now because Honestly, how it started is, you know, I was like, wow, like these people are supporting and I wanted to give back in a way because at the beginning, especially when people are doing gift subs and they're constantly in chat, you know, and they're they're loyal, I'm like, or if they've donated a lot and stuff like that, because of the kind of community that I have, most of my supporters, like if not all of them are extremely awesome, respectful people that are really great to have anyway so it's never been an issue it's like if you've supported like that was my way of giving back and when I was smaller you know it didn't take long to get there because the people you know like you that that were there at the almost you know nearly very beginning like you helped me build like you're there like you know a lot and you were communicating and like you helped So now it's definitely like at first it was more after so many gift subs and after, you know, like seeing how long somebody's with me and like how loyal they are, I'll get VIP. But now because I kind of continued that criteria as I was growing, I've actually had to revoke a few VIPs Mm. because now it's way more deep than that, you know, and and it's not just monetary either. Of course, if somebody's able to support and like they may not chat that much like i want them to know they're a valued member because like without their help like i wouldn't be able to keep doing this but i've had a couple people that have not really had amazing interactions in chats or maybe with other streamers that i found out about and stuff like that and that have been problematic in one way or another and you know i believe in giving people multiple chances so that's not to say that like you know, I would ban them, but like, I think if you're going to be a VIP in my community, I want you, whether you chat much or you're a lurker or, you know, you're like bringing kindness and positivity like you do, you make the community better and you, you know, you're a really important part of chat. So it's like some of it's, some of the, some of the VIPs are just obvious like that, but that's things that I look for because like, if you see someone with a VIP badge and they're like not behaving well and especially with moderator too like same with mods too that's the setting the tone for your community like you know if somebody's coming to community for the first time and that's why i've unfortunately had to revoke it 
I guess twice now. I try not to do stuff like that, but you talk to people first and see what happens unless it's like something that's like really, really bad that happened and it's like, okay, yeah, then you have to do that like immediately. But, you know, it's really a balance of support and the contribution, loyalty and, and kindness to the chat and, and how they interact with everybody. Well, okay. So first of all, thank you for the kind words. I was not fishing for that whatsoever. <laughs> I, um, yeah, because I, I think mods are kind of, it's a little more obvious how like you become a mod maybe. And maybe that's like a question or like something we could dig into as well. But I think the VIP is a very interesting role because you don't necessarily get anything special for it. You just kind of get like, it, it's just kind of like a, a, a golden star sticker. I think, I, yeah, but I, I think you do have like an increase of like you get channel points faster. Oh, I think okay, okay. that it, that is a thing. I'm pretty sure. Like you can fact check me on it later, mm -hmm. but I'm like 90 percent sure that that's a thing. Like it does come with some kind of benefit like that. Gotcha. Yeah, because I, I haven't looked to see like what the exact benefits are, but as far as like I've perceived it, right? Like whenever I've seen it in somebody else's chat, I'm like. They usually just kind of reflect the streamer, mm -hmm. the other VIPs, like generally speaking. Of course, there's some that don't, but yeah, it was just always interesting to me. It's like, how do you give VIP a, <laughs> like, because everybody seems to have a different criteria. So I just kind of want to see what your perspective on it yeah, was. Yeah, the way, the way mine started is definitely not the way that it currently is. And it's, it's a lot harder to get now that I've gone, mm -hmm. but it's also made it things more clear for me, like who I want to give VIP and, and how I want my community to be. Hey, I imagine there's a there's a progression. I, I would probably say that most streamers are in that boat as well. You know, they've probably had to mm -hmm. take it away, give it, give it to others. It's evolved over time, I'm sure. Yeah, for sure. So let's see. So we're a little past this at this point, but <laughs> your your Twitch account, and this is just from getting it from Sully Gnome was created February 2nd, 2021. So happy belated Twitch birthday. Thank <laughs> um, you, thank you. Your first stream was actually that night, technically, or this, or the next morning, of February 3rd at 2.30 a.m., which is coincidentally and unknowingly exactly when I was writing this. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> this year, February 3rd at 2.30 a.m. That's um, so funny. So at that moment in time, I just wrote happy two-year anniversary because that was funny. So in two years of streaming, is there anything you've learned like overall from like start to finish? Any advice for like new streamers? I'm just asking for a friend. Oh yeah, I mean, that's, that's definitely the question. I mean, what everyone would say I think is consistency is huge because I see a huge difference of when I'm consistent and when I'm not. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, anybody that's been with me for a long time has known that I've gone through a lot of crazy life stuff in between time but I also think that just you have to figure out what you want out of it because if I were to want this to be my number one career then I think my answer would be different to people that are first streaming than you know are you looking to like what's your goal like are you looking to build like the community you want are you looking to build quickly or are you looking to really enjoy it because I've learned that you have to it can be a little bit hard to balance because there's been times where I've been so sucked into the twitch world that like I felt like I was neglecting my reality at the same time so I've had to learn to balance because when I first started I was like all in all the time that I had a lot of crazy personal stuff happen 
Then I jumped back in and then had so many like health problems and all that other stuff and now tech problems, unfortunately. So I feel that I've constantly been kind of jumping in and like something happens, but I'm just kind of learning balance. So I think balance is really important. If you're, if you go too hard and for too long and you're not paying attention to what you really want out of it and like you're not enjoying it and you, you end up hitting a burnout, you know, like you could mm. get sick. You could end up like not focusing on other things in your life that are important too. But the one biggest thing that I think that I have learned that I think I've done well is cultivating an amazing community, which I think is by chance that I just happen to have some super awesome people in the community. But because I didn't know what I was doing at the beginning, I had a unique way to learn from my community. And I'd say like, listen to feedback from the people that you are catching their attention. Of course, cater, cater to times and stuff like that, you know, times and days of your community, but also like, if it doesn't work for you, then it's not going to be a sustainable model for you to continue. So like you have to make sure that when you do something or you set something or if you pivot and you have to make changes, make sure that it's going to work for your life and try to stick to it. But most importantly, I think is cultivate the community that you want and to be wary of how you want to set the tone, you know, like the way that you have moderation rules, you know, the way that you act on stream and the way that you allow others to act on stream, that's going to completely set the tone. And and, um, and I'm just thankful that I was able to learn from a lot of feedback from my community, from my own community. And as I built, you know, I was able to kind of just learn like what was working and what was not based on everybody else's kindness and feedback. And I just say like, pay attention to those things. Pay attention to the people that are loyal to you and that are supportive. If they're, if they're the kind of people that you want in your community. I'm not saying that, like, you know, if it's totally different than people that are, like, leveraging donations and money to try to manipulate you to be a certain way that you don't want to be. You have to figure out exactly what kind of streamer you want to be. You have to attract those people and reward those people that emulate those behaviors and create the community that you want. And then, like, Twitch is big enough, you know, other platforms as well if you're streaming your people are going to be out there like you just have to be yourself and create your community and then like if it's authentic and it's you like it will build from there like you just listen to your people and they'll help you grow so that's the one thing that I feel like even though I may have missed the mark on some other things like I feel like that's the one thing that I have a lot of joy in with is is how I've built my community and like how we interact and everything I guess I don't know it was a little all over the place, but that's that's my advice. <laughs> no, I, I I think it's all good. Like even in my short time of when it's been like a month and like a week, maybe a little bit longer than that now at this point. I mean, consistency's been huge. Like consistency is also hard, but consistency oh, yeah, sure. is huge. I think you've probably said that to me before too. And like I've been doing it pretty much every day. I've given myself one day off a week from streaming because I was like, I need to breathe at some point. But. Um, <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because I do burn out easy, but I've been having such a good time. I'm like, if I feel like I'm getting overwhelmed, just put it in the schedule. Oh, yeah, for you know? sure. Just like the, because I think you said communication of like 
the people in chat, I think it's also extremely important to have communication on your end too, which I do think you do an awesome job at. You update people, you have channels for it. And yeah, I couldn't, I mean, I couldn't agree more, but obviously you have more experience than I do, but I do appreciate the tips. I think that, I think they're all good, especially the community aspect. Like one thing I've learned was to slowly come out of your comfort zone, little try little things like every stream. Mm -hmm. And if you don't like it, stop literally just don't do it that's fine that's that's a really good thing to bring up because like me just streaming in general was way out of my comfort zone and people have oh, like, which 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 i have privated a few of my videos it's almost like cringy for me to watch <laughs> from youtube that were like at the very beginning and i have some of them saved still but um the vault yeah the secret <laughs> vault yeah so it's it, it is funny, but I remember, like, having people tell me, like, you know, I watched, like, a really old video, and, like, you've changed a lot, like, you're a lot more comfortable. Mm. And it's true, like, it's cool to be able to get more comfortable on stream, and, like, you have to, like, I like your advice of doing little things here and there to break out of your comfort zone, because I was so nervous, my voice was so shaky, and a lot of my triggers were just based on experiments, and... I trust my chat to be like, nah, bro, like, that that one's not working, you know? Or they're like, oh, my God, like, this is impeccable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure pick scratching was one of the many that were born out of, let's try this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, I don't, I don't know if I remember the exact moment, but I do remember when I heard it first time, I was like, where did this come from? <laughs> just being like, it was just there one day. And I was like, this is, this is good. Why, why didn't we do this before? It's like, literally we didn't know about it. <laughs> Invented it. Mm -hmm. it like, was... What can I do with this guitar pick in front of me? <laughs> mm -hmm. And we, we said before, like you were uh, plugging in your bass to the audio interface and we we're like, are we going to get a bass stream? <laughs> I eventually uh -huh. do want to do bass streams, like legit, legit. I love music so much, mm -hmm. but unfortunately, it's taken a backseat to a lot of other things in my life. But I am, I just recently like got a lot of subscriptions for things like, you know, Ultimate Guitar Tab Pro and, and things like other things that are going to help me. And I had like a lot of gifts to enhance my bass for Christmas. Because mm -hmm. that's something I want to focus on this year. So as I start to feel more confident being back on it again, because I used to be very consistent with it, but, you know, after you kind of aren't consistent with it anymore, you get, like, a little bit insecure with it. Oh, for sure. You know, with your instrument and everything, and that's kind of how I feel. And I'm like, I really want to be secure because once I start streaming with bass, people are going to ask me, like, to do things and, like, I think that's something that I'm going to have to probably start with a YouTube video and just do what I'm comfortable doing first. But eventually I would love to get to the point where I can stream and I can be like, oh, do you guys want to hear, you know, like something cool like this? And then just like make it like a whole like ambiance ASMR type thing too. I would love to get to that point, but I want to first get to a point where I'm more comfortable being back on my base again. And um, right now, I feel way too insecure on my base to be there, but it is a goal. It for sure is a goal, and I think it's something that everybody would enjoy, too. It's on the list, I promise. That's that's fun, because that wasn't even, like, a planned question, but... Um... <laughs> 
because I'm I'm in a similar boat. I just picked up my bass for the first time, and <laughs> I can't even tell don't, you how many years. Don't even years. say it. Don't even say it. It's um, just gonna be sad to say it. I don't think I can say mine either. Yeah, it's 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 sad, man. And but I picked I picked it up and started going, and I was just like, oh wait, because I I finger pick, so I'm like, wait, how do oh no <laughs> and then i just like got back into it i was like got it got it got it got it got it yeah like the pick makes a cool sound and i think like anybody who is listening to this who does play bass with a pick i i have a friend who does as well and like i get it it just doesn't feel as satisfying to me it's more the feel it is the feel there are some songs that like literally i would not have been able to play unless it was a pick like i played yes. in band settings where they're like all right, we're going to have to have a talk. It's time for you to get, get the pick out. <laughs> That's the only way you're going to be able to play this one. And I'm like, you know, kicking and screaming. And I'm like, are you sure there's no other way? I do remember this, actually. I remember you talking about this. It's just a, that was wild. You just like pulled something out of the back of my brain. But yeah. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. But uh, so I don't, I don't enjoy the pick either. Like I literally mm-hmm. file my nails down for a specific sound using my fingers when I mm-hmm. play bass. Like, I barely have any nails whenever I do consistently play bass. If I have to have a, a pick, the felt tip is definitely the only way to go for the mm-hmm. bass. Because it's Agreed. like, that's going to be the closest thing that you're going to get. Because that little, like, you know, like, it's, mm-hmm. it's not, not doing it for me. It bothers me. <laughs> a friend of mine gave me one. And I just, I don't know why I just never got one. But a friend of mine gave me one to, like, just to use when I was over his place. He was like, just try this out for the pick. And I was like, all right, fine. And I tried it. And I was like, yeah, this works. I could do this. <laughs> yeah. It's like, this is, this is acceptable. Yeah. If yeah. Necessary. Yes, it works. <laughs> I can do this. I would still prefer to use my fingers, but this works. You know? Absolutely. Um, that's funny. Yeah. Cause I, I mean, this wasn't my next question, but we can, I'm just going to go into this one. So you said you were in like band settings. Did you ever play like, did you ever perform like on stage or maybe like even like a theater kid? Cause you now perform on a virtual stage in front of sometimes hundreds of people at a time. So I'm curious to know what your history is from like a performance perspective. So I have played in band settings and that's all I'll say for the mystery perspective of it. Sure. Sure. Yeah. And unrelated, I was a theater kid. And I enjoy performing, but I've all, I have played in band settings on a stage, not super large, but you know, mm-hmm. where enough people are watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't really think too much about it. And I was always someone that, even though I considered myself introverted, like I was always like someone that enjoyed performing. Like I danced a lot of my life, and I was in theater, and my dance experience crossed over into theater with like musicals and stuff. But I just as much enjoyed the background stuff because I did, you know, I worked on costumes too. I was always into like entertainment, performance, and theatrical things. Anything, anything creative. And as much as it makes me nervous, I love the whole adrenaline of performing as well. So I guess I never made that connection. I was like, I don't know. I think, I think it's because. When I performed before, I was never an improv person. Like, that freaked me out so much. I'm like, Mm -hmm. if I'm going to be on stage, I'm going to know my lines. I'm going to know my choreography. Whatever I'm doing, I'm going to know exactly what I'm doing. I'm going and prepared. Oh, yeah. And streaming is not like that at all. (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) You have no idea. Like, things are going to be thrown at you, and you just got to roll with it. 
you can have a plan, but it doesn't always turn out that way. Oh, exactly. And and honestly, like I've kind of embraced it. Like at, at first, that freaked me out. I was like, what if I do something embarrassing? And now it's like, you know, it's just it's just me being me. And I think that's the most fulfilling part of streaming is like, oh, like this is the un like this is the raw version of my personality mistakes and all and like people still want to stick around like people enjoy my company like that's bizarre <laughs> like it's it's really fulfilling you know it is i agree i feel that i've i've felt that already um, yeah when i wrote that i was like i i was just like it's a little bit of a hail mary but i've been around enough theater kids i was like she was probably a theater kid <laughs> yeah you pick, picked up on that i i was absolutely yeah that's just funny to me because i was like I, I could see it either way, but I was like, if I had to put money, I'm like, I'm going to say theater kid. Yeah, you, uh, you won that bet. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that kind of gets us into even the fashion aspect, because you said, I know you've had an interest in it and you were doing like costumes and stuff, but I don't know how far you've gotten. I don't know how much you've talked about it on stream. I don't talk too much about it on stream because of my other business endeavors. Okay. Everything more of a mystery but i have revealed that that's what i went to college for gotcha gotcha was for fashion design and i've had quite a bit of like work history in the fashion field and like fashion retail and stuff like that i have revealed all of that on stream and i have talked to people about me having other business endeavors that are like anything else that i work on that's not streaming and like twitch and youtube and whatever you know the outside of the jaytona realm is fashion related so that is my other like i guess you could say hustle and career you know my aspirations yeah your your other pursuit yeah 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 it's it's hard to like dig and find everything about um especially asmr creators while like watching streams and stuff and they'll like write mm -hmm. stuff down because half the time you're asleep so it makes my job really hard um yeah i just thought it was interesting because you you have a lot of similar to me where you have a lot of things you're interested in and that you do that people may not necessarily know about just by even popping onto stream and i oh, think yeah, a lot of people sure. are like that but like there's just something about like having a million like hobbies and interests that's just like you can always dip into something real quick and just be like this is really fun for me i'm gonna go do that and then pop back out and go to something else <laughs> yeah like things, things you may not have known yes for sure some people you know know that i make my own emotes and stuff like that yes the graphic design part of it is always a part of my fashion experience that I enjoy a lot. Like I love computer graphics that I learned in school and that was part of it that I was able to use for Twitch. So it's like I'm not really into fashion in the sense of like knowing all the best labels and stuff like that. It's more of an art form. So I love the art of fashion. Like I love the like just art in general. So naturally graphic design is really fun for me. And I think it's kind of like that place where it's like, oh my gosh, like my experience and my creative endeavors outside of this are like kind of colliding into the Twitch world, which is really cool and fun. So when people like actually genuinely like the emotes that I make, I'm like, oh my gosh, that makes me so happy. Yeah, I mean, they're, yeah, they're good. I wish I had any kind of design background because uh, when I got into it, I was like, uh, emotes, 
That's right. And then <laughs> that's where my thoughts start and stop because I just I'm like, well, <laughs> I have zero experience in this whatsoever. So yeah, it's it's interesting. Also, just so, to let people know, the Jaitana realm, when that's brought up, is the Discord, of course. So we'll have links everywhere for that as far as like YouTube, Twitch. I'll probably try to put everything in like one space for anybody we bring up and both of ourselves included. And speaking about... Appreciate it. Yeah, because it's hard to say, you know, before I would have just been like, oh, like just Twitch, but like trying to expand more than just Twitch. So. Yeah, for sure. It's all the Jaytana realm, I guess, which works uh, out because that's, that's the Discord name. Yeah, and everything's in there. So it's like just really nice to be like, yes, Twitch is the biggest thing for content creation for, I mean, honestly, both of us. But also um, the Discord is just a good hub. It's just a good Yeah, that's spot. the central point. So it's yeah. like if you like my content and you're in the Discord, like you're going to get all of the updates the quickest there. I try to use my Instagram as much as possible, but everything is linked to Discord, probably a little bit more so than Instagram. But those are the two that I try to keep as up to date with links and stuff as possible. But Discord is definitely most active for sure. Yeah, the Discords are great for all that stuff. Speaking of your Instagram, so there's, I actually may not use that. We'll see. Depends how you feel about this. <laughs> there's one video that exists out on the internet. And again, I won't say where to find this unless you're okay with it. That has your normal speaking voice. <laughs> I accidentally heard it expecting a normal ASMR video and if nobody out there listening has hearing someone that you've been listening to for two years speak in a pretty low like very low volume super soft whisper 100% of the time <laughs> and then immediately just like on a dime switch to this is just how they speak was a for me was a mix of like I couldn't believe what I was hearing. I think and... it took you a few minutes to comprehend when we first hopped on for for the interview. You're just hold on, hold on. I need to take this. In. So I played it up like a little bit, but like only because I was like, well, I was also nervous. I'm still nervous about talking and going back and forth because we've pretty much only talked from you as a talking perspective and then from me as a chatter, right? So. Mm -hmm. Going to I, speak never, in that. I never thought of that to me it's like oh my gosh you know like finally I connect a voice and stuff like that but I never thought of the nervousness or whatever on the other end because you guys are so used to just typing because to me it's like just you know chatting with everybody's just normal so it's like oh hey what's up you know for sure and, and then then from my perspective right because like for you like I could, I could see that right yeah. Um, but then coming from my perspective of being like, now she's going to put a voice to the chats, right? Like yeah. you're going to like now hear me when I type, which I think is good. I think it actually makes it better because then you're going to be able to interpret what I'm saying more clearly For probably, sure. which is always great. Yeah. If it were up to me, you know, there'd be like pictures and like personalization for everybody. Mm hmm. I want to know everybody's like name and where they're from and remember them and like can I do my best with the usernames and like remembering as much as I possibly can. But it's it's always so nice to get to know who's on the other end. It's like that's who you're interacting with all the time. Yes. So like if somebody comes into my stream and says they stream, 
I want to go see them because I want to know who it is. And that's like the easiest way to do it for me. That's um, true. But I also like stream hopping. <laughs> I'm everywhere if I can be. Even if I'm not streaming a lot of time, I'm on Twitch. I'm in somebody's chat, especially now, which is so funny because I think at the beginning of this interview, I said I wouldn't go anywhere. I was only in your chat and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm literally everywhere. Yeah, you definitely springboarded me into Twitch. But uh, I remember you saying something like when we started speaking that like your voice is weird or whatever. When I heard your voice, I just like kept playing it. I hope this isn't like creepy. I just kept like playing it over and over. Cause, and I was just like, I was like standing up or sitting up or whatever. And then like, I literally like laid down and just kept playing it. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, who, like, who is this person? Like kind of a thing. Cause it was like a whole new person to me. And I also thought like, cause I've been listening to radio for a long time. That's where I get my inspiration for like podcasting and doing streams and stuff. And then ASMR came into the category and I was like, oh, I could do like ASMR, like radio. I was like, 100%, let's do that. And then when I heard your voice, I was like, you have such a good like radio voice. Your, oh, your you. normal speaking voice could, is just so clear, crisp, like the enunciate. Even for like the like two seconds you hear your voice, I was like, you can do radio. You could be like on a podcast. You could do something like this. Like your voice is so clean. It makes me feel better because the only times that I have streamed or that I've like hopped on for like game nights or like discord movie nights and stuff and people hear my normal speaking voice, mm -hmm. you know, at full volume. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. I think people are just so shocked that like, you know, I, I don't get complimented or anything and I'm not looking for that anyway, but it makes me a little bit insecure because I'm like, like, dang, like, I think I have kind of an annoying voice. Like, it's not. But I just, you know, I know it's a little bit different because of everybody's used to the very soft, soothing whispers. So it's like, mm -hmm. it, it's a contrast. For sure. It's, it's just so different. Yeah, so it's like my friends and stuff, like that's how they met me, is me talking regularly. So it's, you know, not something that... <laughs> I would hope so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like for them, like hearing, hearing whispers and stuff like that, like it's, it's like it's a little different, but like not that much. They're like, okay, yeah, that's what she sounds like if she's whispering. Mm -hmm. But for the community, I can imagine, like I just, I forget that it's so, it's so different. Because, like, I don't really do soft-spoken on stream. Like, I just, it's, like, full-blown whisper mode. I guess I never really think of that. And then it feels, like, really weird when everybody's like, oh, that's your voice. And I'm over here like, yeah, <laughs> just a voice. <laughs> and it, for me hearing it, it was it was more like, because it is the contrast. And at first, it's just, I think a lot of people's, like, gut or, like, knee-jerk reaction is, Oh, that's it because it's so it's so different. It's it it because it is. It's just like oh, this is now a new person. Like I'm talking <laughs> to, I'm I'm interacting with. Like but I I've worked on my voice to like get it to basically where it is, and it it interests me whenever somebody has like a clean carried. I'll say a clean and like carried voice, which is what I'd say. That's what I was like hearing from you because I was like, why doesn't she do like other stuff? Like she might. I have no idea, but. I was just curious, like, have you ever had, like, voice lessons or training or even, like, a cardio-based, like, athlete, like, track or swimming or something? Because, like, a lot of time that's where that comes from. Not at all. Actually, public speaking has been something that I hate. <laughs> but I, I don't know, I guess 
it might have something to do with like I used to read a lot like I used to be like higher scoring people of my school like I was always in like the Mm. higher level classes so I think it has something to do with like wanting to present yourself as like intelligent I guess maybe so I try to put like effort into how I speak I just realized recently how much I say like and I hate it because I'm like I feel like it makes me sound 200% dumber than I actually am (laughs) so I I say like a lot as a transition word or I used to say um a lot and I don't think I say um as much anymore but no no voice lessons or anything like that yeah there's there hasn't really been anything like that so that's that's a big compliment thank you I appreciate it yeah I just genuinely like a really, it was a really good shock for me and I feel like it's almost like the equivalent of like when somebody wears glasses and then they take off their glasses and then people are like oh that's what you look like it's like dude come on <laughs> it's like, don't, don't say that to somebody <laughs> that's so it's, like, funny. it's like oh that's what you sound like like yeah dude that's what I sound like so it's just it's it's funny to me like I think what really did it was I wasn't expecting it either and then I just came across it I was like Oh, there's this thing. Whatever. I don't know. Are you number one? Are you comfortable with me sharing like where it's from? Oh yeah. Or no? That's fine. Okay, okay. All right. It's it's not it's not like you know not common knowledge and it's out there. And mm-hmm. anytime somebody joins a Discord movie night, like you're gonna hear me like that anyway. All right. Yeah. It's just funny because <laughs> it's the way it starts is you actually thanking somebody for something. You can't see it. It's off screen, but it's you playing Mortal Kombat and like watching a scene of just them going back and forth and the only line you hear from jay is (laughs) is i trust nobody (laughs) which i think is the funniest way to be introduced into her voice Uh, oh my god it was i i went back and forth from like being in shock to like laughing and to be back and back in shock and then just being like i didn't want to like i like I wanted my initial reaction to hearing your voice being as like as as authentic as possible, which most of it was me was the nerves of like actually talking and like recording and like doing the interview. Mm-hmm. It would have been amplified so much more if I didn't see that. So like at <laughs> one point at one point I'm like, it's probably for the better. But but I like I knew what you sounded like because I was just sitting there like, What's happening? <laughs> That's like hilarious. who is this oh it was so good to i be. remember that stream it was it was almost hard to play because everybody was so shocked about my voice and i was just like okay maybe i shouldn't game this <laughs> <laughs> or more or more maybe maybe yeah you know you could take it either way that's true yeah i was so thrown off in the best way possible but i was thrown off <laughs> so i'm just gonna set something straight because we've brought up the office in this interview the show it's a uh it's a good show i'm gonna say objectively it's a good show now we go back and forth on this from time to time because i cannot watch it i say it's a good show but i can't watch it and you love it my brothers don't shut up about it they love it so much um i'm just curious what hooks you into that show why do you love it so much because i can't watch it because of the anxiety and the awkwardness just kills me i can't do it it hurts me way too bad i think um well i was basically like pushed into it from my cousin the one that i mentioned that (laughs) makes fun of me and everything like that you know 
So at one point I lived with him and he literally had the office thing on his room. Like the little like oh, little yeah. plaque. And yet he was obsessed with the office and he didn't even want to watch around me until I started watching it. So he is one of those people that are so convincing that like if like if he tells you to try a food, like he's made me try more things than like anybody else probably has. But you know those friends or family members or people in your life that are just so like persuasive. That you can be the most stubborn person and say no to them a million times. But then one day you find yourself and you're like, how in the world did he get me to do this? So that's exactly what happened. And I was not interested in the office at first. I watched it like a couple episodes and I was like, no. And I was also extremely busy at the time doing like schoolwork and stuff. So I was like, you know what, whatever, I'm going to... I'll watch it, but it's going to have to be background because I don't have time to actually sit down and watch a show. And he tried to convince me, like, no, 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 you have to actually pay attention now. So, like, my second time watching it through, I did actually pay attention. And I feel like every time I watch it through again, like, I pick up new different things. Except for maybe after, like, the 14th time, you know? There's only so much you can pick up. Yeah, I have lost track. But then you start, then, then you get to start noticing the other background characters. And then you're like... I don't remember them making that face. That's pretty funny, you know? Like, there's always something new to pick up. I think just the humor of it, and I think it probably because it's kind of tied to, like, memories with my cousin, and then my brother got into it, too. So it was, like, because it's built off of inside jokes, like, I kind of like those, like, sitcom shows where, like, you feel like you're a part of it and, like, you feel like you get to know the people. It does take some time to develop that, but because the show is so built off of inside jokes and because it's so so relatable in a sense, you know, just got a bunch of regular people. And I don't know, it's just the dumbest. I like dumb funny. Like things, there's just a lot of dumb funny stuff in that too. And yes, it is really cringe, but like that's also what makes it really funny too because it's just, you can't help but watch it, you know? And there's some episodes where I'm like, I don't think my heart can take this today. <laughs> And I'm like, I gotta skip it, you know, like Scott's Todd's, oof, that one, that one's hard. That, uh, to me, that's the number one cringiest episode. I will take that and fight with anyone on it. I've had fights about that with people. The engagement one with Carol, that one is, uh, that one's a hard one too, but it does not take number one. I think Scott's Todd's is number one for sure. I'd love to hear everybody else's thoughts on that, you know? Um, what you think, any Office fans out there, what you think the cringy is? Okay, we can definitely have a discussion about that. <laughs> I would I would love for the comments to just be Office, like out of all of put this, it, to end on the Office the comments, and just... Like, <laughs> that's, that's so random relationship to this entire interview, and it's just like all Office comments, that would be so funny. Mm-hmm. But no, I think... That pretty I think much... I think that sums up like our relationship though too it's like we've just been like big ASMR fans where we just like hang out on stream like all is well and then it's just like and then the office comes up and then it just explodes <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's true but it's I'm very I'm very passionate about getting people into the office because I really feel like the office is for everybody and I know no show is for everybody but like you just, I didn't give it a chance, and then I did give it a chance. It's so, like, well-written. There's so many, like, little details about it. 
And I think the development is what I love about it so much because it's based off of inside jokes. And like when I watched it for the first time and it ended, I felt like, oh my God, where did, where did all my friends go? <laughs> <laughs> they felt like they were my friends too. And I was just like, there, there are very mm-hmm. few shows that I get that attached. How I Met Your Mother is another one. So I'm mm-hmm. a huge How I Met Your Mother fan. So anybody that comes in with The Office or How I Met Your Mother jokes, like I'm instantly... We're friends. As long as you're nice, we are friends, and I'm about it a thousand percent. I mean, I can't think of a better way to end than saying if you do go into Jay's chat after that and you've never been, there's an easy icebreaker, which is just how I met your mother in the office jokes. <laughs> and even if you say that you've never seen either of them, I, I will educate you and give you reasons <laughs> why to watch both of them. And I, and I won't see, I, and I, we even have mods that are not even into Mortal Kombat. So mm. if, if I don't, if I don't judge about that, then I won't judge you, I promise. We, we might have a little chat about it, jokingly, <laughs> you know, mm. but no judgment. So I'm going to say any questions for me? Is there anything that you're interested in? I think, I think I told you if you would like to, that there will be a chance for you to just kind of ask me whatever. So I don't know if you have anything for me. No, I can't. I can't remember. I must have forgotten that part. So I'm sorry, but I I do want to no, you know fine. thank you for everything. And this has been a really fun experience, and especially because I haven't been able to make content lately the way that mm. I'm used to. It's been really nice to be able to kind of like share this, and I can't wait to share this with the rest of the community so that like people can kind of like catch up to speed and get to know me more if they haven't you know and also in asmr too like just because i've revealed a lot of things on stream doesn't necessarily mean that people are going to hear it because a lot of the times they could be asleep you know so this has been a really fun way to like kind of just talk a little bit more in depth in a different setting you did a really great job on the questions and everything and i appreciate you taking your time and having me as your first interview pretty phenomenal i need to thank you for your time number one because you agreed to do this and yeah it's it's cool to get back to the community i've been a part of for a while also this is literally like making a dream of mine come true so thank you um because i the goal with my youtube channel the first goal was just to review asmr creators in in like an overview fashion I could do that by myself. The first goal, done as soon as I made my first video. Second, I have three. The second goal was to start interviewing ASMR creators. So that's done. I've done it. Thank you. Yay. <laughs> You're welcome. And couldn't have asked for a better guest for one, just because at the at this point, this was the easiest way to start this for sure. And I was still quaking in my boots so but this was very fun it was cool like looking things up and i don't know going through it it was fun so thank you thanks for being here for sure um no problem at all and yeah i don't don't know what else to say but yeah thank you again for anybody listening you have already been a part of my community then i just want to thank you for being part of the awesome community that i've been bragging about i continue to brag about 24 7 (laughs) And I even talk to my my real life people 
about how awesome the community is whenever you know i'm talking about like twitch and stuff and why i love it but if you have not checked out our stream then i super appreciate you going to check it out as well so that means a lot and it's future mitch one more time and if you've made it to third future mitch you are a real one I hope you enjoyed it, man. It was a lot of work to do this. This is the most work I've put into the channel by far. So I really appreciate you guys making it to the end here. Of course, there's all the like, subscribe, comment stuff. But yeah, if you've made it to the end here, I assume you've done all that. And uh, if you're interested, please go check out Jay and all of her links down below, as well as all the other people who were mentioned And while I was writing who i watched and things like that like people have been just so helpful so thank you guys go get a drink of water do something for yourselves and uh i'll see you in the next one thanks a bunch